train that's stuck here. That's right, just outside of the train station. And all the wise people of the city are coming to figure out how to move the train into the train station. Well, you know, these things are interesting in themselves, even though I don't seem to learn anything from it. But I guess it has to do with uh, age. As somebody pointed out, I'm always happy to hear about the fact that my ages are compromising. Uh, I never wanted to teach these psukim. Something about these psukim, I felt that that it was um, it wasn't clear. It really wasn't clear at all what was going on. I couldn't I couldn't figure it out. Rashi helped me a little, but not enough. So finally, you know, as <coughs> the computer indicates that I've reached a hoary old age, I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to try. The name of this shiur is the words mean I will be what I will be. And we'll see uh, immediately who who said it, to whom, and for what reason. The Pasuk is Per Gimel, Pasuk Yud Gimel. Ayome Moshe Lalokim. I mean, if we go right to the end of the Pasuk, Moshe Rabbeinu is concerned that the people, when he goes to the people and he kind of presents himself, as the uh, as the opportunity of the future, they're going to ask him. They're going to ask him. You see that line, the last line, the fourth, third line on the on the page. I mean, isn't that what you're going to say? Is that what anybody would say? The Savior comes after many years of of slavery and the savior comes to take them out of Egypt and bring them to Har Sinai and then from Har Sinai to Eretz Canaan. Ramruli, and they all say to me, thank you, or we're happy you're here, or uh, let's get going. They're going to say, Mashimo, Mashimo reverting to God. What is the, what is the issue here? Why do they have to Mashimo. And, and then didn't they know Mashimo? Let's go back to the beginning of the Pasuk. Now we know, you all know, that the name for God Elohim is the name with which God created the word, the world. Reshit bara Elohim et that's what God created, the name that God created the world with. And the name that God created the world with uh, in the second chapter of Bereshit is modified. As God created the world, Hashem Elohim, Biyom Hashem Elohim, that somehow the name of God, Elohim, was modified by another name of God, Hashem. 
Elohim, right? The other name. So we know that the name Elohim, the name Elohim is the name that represents the truth, the, the psak, the determination, the way things should be. Uh, all of these things are in that word Elohim. The word Hashem, the word Hashem, which we'll see in a minute, we'll come up in a minute, is, is Rachamim. And the way Chazal understood it, they said, they said the world should have been created, would have been created, might have been created, the did. Meaning that you did something good, you were rewarded. You did something bad, you would be punished. That's Hashem, and that's Elohim. That's Elohim. So again, let's read the Pasuk again. Vayomer Moshe El HaElohim. Moshe Rabbeinu is talking to the God of justice, the God of truth, the God of right, the God of what, would, what should be. And he says to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to the God Elohim, he says, Yisrael. What's going to happen when I come to B'nai Yisrael, I, Moshe Rabbeinu, and I say to them, and I say to them, as in the future, any prophet would say, any prophet sent by God to B'nai Yisrael, any prophet would say, God sent me. Which God? The God that you know, the God of your fathers. If that's what I say to them, that the God of your fathers sent me to you to do a service. And you say, they say to me, Mashimo, says, what do you mean? We know that that Jews talk of one God. There's only one God, and that one God has the quality of oneness so that he cannot be even represented by another God. It's all, all the same. It's all the same. Vamuli Mashimo. What you what they want me to, and the question that they want me to answer is, this God that you say you represent, Moshe Rabbeinu, how did he come? How did he come to you? How is he coming to us? Which God that we know, which temperament of God is there? We know there's a God of Hashem, and there's a God of Elohim, there's the God of justice and truth and honesty and and you get what you deserve, and then there's the God of mercy. So which God are you sending? So that seems to be the question that B'nai Yisrael understood. B'nai Yisrael understood after a long period of time, a lot of slavery, a lot of distance from HaKadosh Baruch They understood that you have to know what 
the nature of God that's making you the offer. You, know, you see, I'm trying to avoid somehow giving the impression that Moshe Rabbeinu might have thought that B'nai Yisrael were interested in uh, sort of defining which God. We know which God it was. There's only one God. Avram Avinu knew that. And he passed that on down through the generations, his children, his grandchildren, his great-grandchildren, etc. They all knew that. And yet, they also knew at the very least that there was a God of mercy and there was a God of justice. And they wanted to know who sent them because they knew, they knew that they were suffering they were suffering a very harsh punishment at the hands of Paro in Egypt. The people of Am Yisrael, the nation of Israel, suffered a tremendous amount of pain because they were being judged harshly in heaven. They didn't know why. It wasn't clear to them why they were being judged, but they were being judged, right? He says, Moshe Rabbeinu says, He says, if I answer with the standard answer that, that the God of your fathers sent me to you, Moshe Rabbeinu speaking to B'nai Yisrael, it's sort of like saying, I have to know more. That's not good enough. That's not, you know, we're not going to respond to, to, to a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu that, that doesn't work. That is not what we're looking for. It's not what we're suffering for. It's not why we're, we're in, in, uh, enslaved in Egypt. In order to get a preferential relationship with God, and not what everybody else does. They want to know what is the intimate position of, of relationship between, between God and Am Yisrael. God and Am Yisrael. I mean, we all know, we all know that Shir Hashirim, the Song of Songs, is a, a song about the relationship between Am Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch the Shekhinah, relationship between Shekhinah and Am Yisrael. That relationship, that relationship, if you read Shira Shirin, sounds like it's, uh, it's romantic. It's, it's something so pleasant that it's hard to avoid. It's hard to think of anything else. That's Shira Shirin. And so you might say that the people here are talking to Moshe Rabbeinu and asking him, well, what is it? What have we gotten to? Is it Shira Shirim? Or is it something else? Again, Pasuk Yudalit, Pasuk Yudalit. Vayomer Elokim El Moshe. Again, right? The first Pasuk, pasuk you give of Vayomer Moshe El Elokim. And here, Pasuk Yudalit, Vayomer Elokim El Moshe. Elohim, remember, is din, is justice, is sacharva onesh, reward and punishment. That's din. You get what you deserve. 
If you deserve good, you get good. If you deserve less than good, that's what you could expect. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu says. Eheyeh means I will be. Asher Eheyeh. Right? Okay. Eheyeh Asher Eheyeh. Vayom efoto male bnei Yisrael. This is what you just say to bnei Yisrael. Eheyeh shalachani alechem. So, so what is that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, is that the name of God? And why does God say to Moshe, "Kotamal b'nei Yisrael, yesh lachani alechem sticha"? Why does God say to Moshe Rabbeinu, "Yesh lachani alechem"? Let's look at the Rashi. You see the Rashi. Eye imam bitzara zo. Asher eye imam bishiabud sha'amalchiot. Rashi knows that the history of the Jewish people is difficult and was difficult and continues to be difficult. If you remember Rashi in the 11th century in, uh, in Southern France, Rashi says, what is God telling Moshe Rabbeinu? God is telling Moshe Rabbeinu, imam I will be with them in this terrible, uh, situation that they're in now. Bitzarazo, Asher Eye, Bokasher Eye Imam, Bishiabucha Malchiot. So we know that uh, the slavery of the people in Egypt, the slavery of the people in Egypt is something that's going to repeat itself. It's going to happen again and again and again in history. And even though a lot of those, some of that time at least will be spent reasonably, like some of that time, but a lot of that time will be very difficult. A lot of time will be very difficult. So if, according to uh, Rashi, uh, God told Moshe Rabbeinu that I will be with them, Asher means I'll be with them again and again and again. But, but when you speak to them, when you speak to Bnei Yisrael, Matomar Bnei Yisrael, Hashem Elokei Avoteichem, Elokei Abraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov, Shlachani Aleichem, Zeshmi Olam, Zezichri Ledor Vador. Again, in Pasuk Yudalid, Kol Tomar Bnei Yisrael, Eyeh Shelachani Aleichem. Don't tell them, 
Don't tell him my real name. Don't tell them my real name. Rashi. Rashi says, Asher yeimam b'shibud sha'am al-chuyot. That I will be with them in the future as I with with them in the present. Ma'ani mazkir lahem tsara acheret. Why do I have to mention the fact that, why do I have to say that I will be with them in the future? It's like saying, I'll tell you in the future, you're going to have problems, just like you have a problem now. So who says those words? That's what you should say, Moshe Rabbeinu. Say, that it's only the, the problem of now that God is attesting. It's the, the problem of now. Amalo Yafe Amarta. Furthermore, the third time that the name Elohim is mentioned, and God continued to speak to Moshe and said, This is what you should say to B'nai Yisrael, Hashem Abotechem. I want to tell you something about Hashem. You see Hashem? Yud K Vav K, the name of God. Or maybe it's not the name of God. Maybe it's a word that references God. And so Hashem says, Elohim says to Moshe Rabbeinu, says to Moshe Rabbeinu, this is what you should say to them. I, hear, I heard the question. The question is, what's my name? And I gave you an answer. But leave that answer be. I think you should say something else. I'm sorry, Pasuk Tedvavayomer od Elohim Moshe El Moshe Kotomal Bnei Yisrael Yudkei Vavkei Elokei Abraham Elokei Yitzchak Elokei Yaakov Shilachani Alechem The God that we know about sent me to you. That's what you should say. There was the names that we've heard so far, the names we've heard so far about God are Elohim, and we've also heard uh, we've heard Yudkei Vavkei, then we've heard Elohei Avoteichem, the God of your fathers, which is not exactly a name, Elohei Abraham, Elohei Yitzchak, Elohei Yaakov. 
which is the cumulative name of the Avot. So there are like a lot of names, a lot of names. We just have a little more to finish. Shlachani Alechem, the God that you know about, has sent me to you. And then finally, the Pasuk says, Zeshemila Olam, Vezezechrile Dordor, Zeshemila Olam. Pasuk Yudgimel, the people ask, Mashimo, Vamruli Mashimo, Ma Omar Alechem. So there's an answer. And the answer is Zeshemila Olam, Vezezechrile Dordor, or Dordor. So what's the name? If they ask Moshe Rabbeinu, what's your name? What are you supposed to say? What is Moshe Rabbeinu supposed to say? I mean, it's not clear to me at all. So now, Rashi. Zeshmi le'olam. Zeshmi le'olam. Chaser. Vav. The word le'olam, forever, is spelled in a possible way of spelling, but a more convenient way would be olam, ayin, vav, lamid, men. But here it's chaser vav. Lomar ha'alimuhu. Oh, there's Rashi, he's not afraid. He just says it, ha'alimuhu. Hide him, hide it. Hide it. Shelo yikra kichtavo. Which name of God is not written kichtavo? Yud kevavke. Yud kevavke. Zeshmila olam. Zeshmila olam. It's hidden. There's something you can't find. Vize zichri. Ze zichri lidor. How God is called. In the Tehillim, there's a positive that says, Hashem Hashem We'll do it again, the last pasuk in Rashi. Zeshvila olam, aser vav. Zeshvila olam. There's a vav missing from the word olam. Doesn't mean it's missing, it means it usually would have expected it to be written with a vav. Aser vav lomar ha'ali mehu shelo yikra kichtavo. Hide it. How are you going to hide it? You're not going to read it the way it's written. The way you're not going to read it, the nature of the name, so that it turns out again, what's the name? What's the name of God? Yud Kevavke. What is the what is it that Yud Kevavke contains? Or what is it that we learn from Yud Kevavke that the name of God is not uh, is not obvious? Doesn't make, you know, doesn't it is if you had to translate all of this, if you had to translate all of this, Moshe Rabbeinu said, 
I need a sign. I need a sign that will help me to establish myself as legitimate in the eyes of B'nai Yisrael. I need a sign. And that sign, that sign could only be, could only come from God. If it came from God, everybody would know that it was true. And so, what if they ask me? What if they ask me? I mean, we all know Elohim. That's how these psukim start. And then the Rashi says, then Moshe says, So that's true. That's a true statement. But the people are not going to be satisfied, Moshe Rabbeinu said, with that true statement. They know that, or they know that already, but there's no name. A name indicates kind of a connection. You know that the first one who was charged with calling names of the animals was Adam Arishon, first the first man. And and that was in order to give him a part, to make him part of the process of creation itself. So calling something by a name is is an indication of closeness. It's something that that uh, that God could give to somebody, but God could also reveal Himself as having a name. And if we knew what the name was, we would be sure that God was sending Moshe Rabbeinu on this on this expedition. Not good enough. Right? And they would say to me, we want to know what God is really about, what God is saying. In what way could I answer? In other words, what do they want? They want a real connection. They want a real connection with the Kodesh Baruch They want Shir HaShirim at Yitziat Mitzrayim. They want to be certain they want to be certain that God is uh, not judging them, but taking them out to a great new world. That's what that's what they want. And they say, Moshe Rabbeinu, you're not a, just a, a, a an Egyptian a prophet or a uh, uh, somebody who can who can do little miracles. We want to know what our relationship with God will become. We want to know that. Vamruli Mashimo Moshe Rabbeinu says, they'll say, what is your name? Ma'omar Lehem, that's his question, because they, what they are asking for is a relationship with HaKodesh Baruch not just with breaking out of Egypt. It was a good or bad in Egypt, we don't know, but it wasn't really it wasn't really terrible. It wasn't really terrible. He says, well, my old devil. And so he says, my, they said, if I can't tell them that it's worthwhile, if I can't tell them that freedom under the auspices of God is better 
than the slavery they have in the and the tribe. I can't tell them that not that they'll be free. That they'll get go out of Mitzrayim, but their whole world view will change. Everything will change about their uh, uh, their world. Again, and God says to Moshe, what's God? God is the God who created the world. It's not the new world. Not the new world. I'm telling you, Moshe Rabbeinu, that nothing will ever change in my relationship to Am Yisrael, it will always be, it will always be the same. Rashi had trouble with this. Rashi had trouble with this pasuk. What is it that God is, is saying to Moshe Rabbeinu? Don't tell them my real name. Don't tell me to tell them the truth. That's what you tell them. That's what you should tell them because that's the truth. That's the truth. Everything remains the same. I mean, I think that the book of Bereshit, the entire book of Bereshit is about confidence in the divine promise. And as we always have this kind of problem, we know that God's promise is inviolate. God promises that we'll get to Eretz Yisrael, we must get to Eretz Yisrael. If God promises that we will have much progeny, we'll have much, much progeny. But what about the fact that there's also at the same time, Sacharva Onesh, a reward and punishment principle, which actually says that we are not always could have benefit from the divine promise, or, or we will. The promise will remain intact no matter what. So by Yom Elohim El Moshe, Pasuk Yudalit, the promise is always there, it's always fixed. Also, again, Elohim, El Moshe Kotamal B'nei Yisrael, and then the answer to the question, which is Yud Kevavke. Yud Kevavke is the not only another name of God, but it seems to be the higher name of God. And why is that? Because Zeshmila Olam, Zeshmila. There is such a thing. Rashi says. Rashi says, Chaser Vav, it's missing that Vav in the word Olam, Lomar Ha'alimuhu. That itself tells you that the answer, the answer, Zeshmila Olam, the, the fact is that the word Yudke Vavke is hidden. It is hidden, right? Ha'alimuhu. How is it hidden? Well, we don't read it. We don't read the, 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 the word as it is written. We read it in a different way. So what word, what word in the world do we read in a different way? Okay, maybe there's another word. But what word do we read in another way? Ah, 
the word yud kei vavke. In, in other words, when Moshe Rabbeinu found out that he was going to pass on to the children of Israel was the fact that yud kei vavke is special. Yud kei vavke is not just mercy. It's it's actually the higher form of din. The higher form of din meaning elokim, that's judgment, that's truth, that's din, that's what should be. But we know, we know that rachamim overwhelms din. Rachamim very often takes the place of din. And when Rachman takes the place of Din, it does it because there's a higher response by God to reality that's called Yudkei Vavkei. And Yudkei Vavkei, Yudkei Vavkei teaches us that that God's name can be hidden. And so that means that the experience of Yitziat Mitzrayim that Moshe Rabbeinu was about to lead the people to includes a different understanding of the, the name of God. It's not the old name. It's not the name which reflects the judgment of God in the world. It's not the name that reflects the punishment if you deserve the punishment. It's, it's above that. It's going beyond that. It's true that that's where you were in Mitzrayim. You had not reached the understanding necessary in the world, to make it in the world, right? But now you're going to understand it. You're going to understand that that necessity and that understanding in the world. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, Moshe Rabbeinu said, what if they ask me, what is God's name? And what does that mean? That means that what, what happened with us? What, what happened with our, our spiritual world? I mean, who are we? supposed to be like and what are we supposed to be doing so Moshe Rabbeinu said to them Zeshmi Olam, Zeshmi Olam, the name of God which is the merciful God right so that Yitziat Mitzrayim Yitziat Mitzrayim will be a merciful event and it will remain recorded in the history of mercy forever Ever. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu said. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu received. That's what B'nai Yisrael, the people, understood through his teaching and, and reminding of them of what the, the names of God represent. So have a good Shabbos. I'll see you next week.